0: Welcome back to Carnegie Stout Public Library's Adult Services Podcast. Check it out. Today we're going to be talking about the Great Reading Challenge with Courtney. We have a couple of Ben's, two Ben's, who are going to be giving us reading recommendations and then, you know, some other content. So we'll see what happens. Just listen and enjoy. Double (laughs) Ben's. So have you guys read anything good this week? I am in the progress
1: of rereading Harry Potter again. (laughs) Um, I have now made it to the sixth book so there's that at least it's just i don't know it's just so relaxing but man harry is angsty when he's old i tell it so
2: yeah,
0: dramatic I- about everything Is the sixth book which one is the sixth which is the one where he's at? He's the secret order, and he's living in um, Sirius Black's house. Is that the fifth one or the sixth one?
1: That's the fifth one. Yeah, the fifth one oh, is yeah. the Order of the Phoenix.
0: Yeah, and the fifth one, I was like, "Gosh, he's such a brat!" But of course, he's a teenager, so you sort of expect that. Like he's so white. and it's the
1: one just finished. And I'm like, oh my goodness, please stop! Like, like that's enough of this. I can't.
0: Yeah. So I actually read my very first Agatha Christie book for the online book discussion the mysterious affairs it was your first yeah i have never read agatha christie before so that's kind of a sad comment to make since she's been writing since 1920 but
1: (laughs) to read and then there were none that's my favorite one
0: yeah i'll have to i don't know i i can't say i was enthralled with the first one but again it was her first one so i should give more of them a chance i haven't
2: read agatha christie since i was very, very young. I used to love Ms. Marble. But this one, it wasn't my favorite book either, because I also read uh, The Mysterious ferret at Ciles for the online book club. But you could definitely see how that novel set the form for mystery novels to come. Absolutely. Like the characters and the way the plot went through mm-hmm. for pretty much the next 100 years. Good Lord, that book's 100 years old.
0: I just looked today. It came out in 1920. Exactly 100 years. Yeah, so talk about having something that lasts a long time. I mean, how many books can people say they even really know the name of the author that wrote 100 years ago, really?
1: Right. Right. I actually took a class as an elective in college that was a Sherlock Holmes class, but we did Agatha Christie and Sherlock Holmes, and we just talked about that. How about all mystery novels? How it's the basis for me, mob television shows, a base setup that uh, Arthur Conan Doyle created, and that Agatha Christie
0: helps up. And it's kind
1: of interesting how much that firm has stuck around.
0: I was really kind of surprised in this book that they mention Sherlock Holmes because I never really thought about right. like those two worlds crossing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, oh, interesting. That's interesting. I know who Sherlock Holmes is. So
3: <laughs>
0: Curbside delivery starts today for the library so you can come and pick up holds once you get a notification that your hold is ready for you to pick up you'll get instructions on how you can come and pick them up so just to let you know if you put a hold on today chances are it may not be ready tomorrow because we do have a very large backlog of holds that we are trying to pull and get ready for patrons. It is no contact, so when you get to the library, after you've gotten that notification, you do need to call the phone number that is listed on the sandwich board on the locust side street of the library. Tell us that you are there, and your books will be brought out to you and placed on a cart. Once the staff member leaves, you can then pick your books up off of that cart. And we appreciate your patience in this time. We're really trying to get everybody their materials.
2: We'd also like to remind you that Carnegie out public library is fine free so if you have materials that are checked out books movies whatever you are welcome to keep them until the library building opens to the public again we won't charge you fines or fees and we won't block or restrict your account and prevent you from accessing online materials finally we are pleased to share that there are staff in the building again who are able to answer the phone so if you call the library at five six three. 589-4225. 589 Staff will be there to answer the phone from 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. Monday through Friday and 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday. Which sounds fancy and also like why isn't that a thing that's happening? Because that's old technology. <laughs>
3: Telephones.
2: <laughs> Live people
0: answering the phones. What a big shocker. <laughs> everybody I'm here with Courtney she is one of our most enthusiastic I'd say great reading challenge participants and book club participants so I thought we could have a little chat with her and just see what these two programs mean with her hi Courtney Hello. how are you doing today I'm doing well that's good another book actually yeah (laughs) just in case people don't know what we're talking about we have a year-long great reading challenge and it is exactly what it sounds like it's a challenge that takes a year and it's not too late to start it because all you have to do is read courtney you may know this off the top of your head better is it 12 or 18 18. books? 18 so read 18 books over the course but you can go to activities that's true you can go to activities which might be a little bit hard these days, just because of what's going on with the library and in the world. But 18 books and you've completed the reading challenge and we always have a party in January to celebrate the reading challenge. You can find all the information on our website at www.dubuque.lib.ia.us under adult services and then just click on great reading challenge. You'll see the reading challenge categories there and basically all you do is decide what book fits in what category. We don't have any say in it and at the end of the year you just email us or tell us how many books you read and we will take your word for it. We don't question it.
4: And then there's the fun with the reading roulette challenge where every month there's a new category drawn and it counts as like two books
0: read. And that's something new that we're doing this year so each year we try to do something new just to spice up the reading challenge. I'm going to ask you a couple questions here, mostly about books and, and reading and so forth. So the first one is, so why do you love The Great Reading Challenge? It just pretty much takes
4: everything I love already and <laughs> puts it into one thing. Because I've always been the reader. Well, mm-hmm. Except way back in elementary school, apparently I hated it until I did a summer school. But <laughs> I've been a reader. I've gotten in trouble so many times for reading where I wasn't supposed to in school, high school, even college never-ending battle so actually having an
0: excuse to read is glorious does that seem funny that you could get in trouble for reading I mean (laughs) they should
4: be happy that you're reading right I totally agree with that I'm just like come on now guys I'm doing something educational it might not be necessarily
0: your subject educational but it's
4: educational
0: yes did you have... Even did if you, it might have been like Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, hey, you know, as you know, we love Harry Potter, so there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. Before the Great Reading Challenge, uh, I think we're going on maybe four or five years of our Great Reading Challenge. I can't remember off the top of my head. But did you participate in any other reading challenges? I know there's a lot of them that are out there online. Not really. I was. I've seen some of
4: them online, but... Really, I didn't see them until the Great Reading Challenge came about. I did a couple of like the summer reading programs mm-hmm. with the library, but never really was involved in anything like that. I I did some of the virtual book clubs that were kind of harder to participate in, like the Emma Watson one, mm-hmm. just because Emma Watson's awesome. <laughs> but it's not the same as participating in person or even via Zoom.
0: I think the great thing about our Great Reading Challenge, which is a year-long challenge, is that you can use those same books for summer reading. So the Great Reading Challenge, you know, there's kind of categories that you can plunk your books into. And for summer reading, it's basically you read five books for each log and you're entered. So I think it's great that we kind of allow people to use the same books for both. Otherwise, that'd be a lot of logistical, like, can I use this book for this one? Or should I use this book for that one? It'd be really confusing.
4: Yeah, especially when you're someone like me who waits to put them into the categories until later. There's only a couple of them that I have specifically in categories at this point, Mm -hmm. or ones that I picked... As I knew they were for a category but a large chunk of these I don't even have in categories yet. I have ideas but I don't have yeah. them on paper in categories.
0: Right. Uh, have you discovered any new genres that you've that you never thought you'd enjoy? I am actually surprised with these cozy
4: mysteries or in the case of my zoom mess up cozy murders. <laughs> yeah. It's not something I had really read before and... I was kind of surprised at how much I did enjoy it. Just that nice lighthearted read after reading a bunch of heavy things.
0: Yeah, I've become really obsessed with cozy mysteries. I basically pick them based on the pun and the title. The punnier the title, the more I want to read it. Whether they're good or not. I mean, they all basically kind of have the same plot.
4: Yeah, I'm gathering that. But it's just like a nice lighthearted read, mm-hmm.
0: at least, outside yeah. of the murder part. Yeah, I mean, there's not like a lot of blood and gore and, you know, sometimes some of them are sophisticated enough that I don't actually know who the murderer is until the very end. I'm assuming you've read a lot of books this year and I'm just talking like 2020, the year that's lasted for like five years. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Have you had a favorite book that you've read just this year?
4: Oh, that's that's actually really (laughs) difficult. I'm going to call it a series at this point. Just because Angie got me started with the October Day series. Nice. and been listening to those audiobooks and that's what I'm waiting for for a curbside pickup is that next audiobook yeah because I I got hooked on that narrator and that's and the story where it, at first it felt like it could be a standalone and then as you get going I'm just too into the character plots and the character interactions to let it go, and it, it bugs me not knowing what's happening. <laughs> I think I'm left hanging after the 10th book right
0: now, waiting for the library to reopen for me to get the CDs. Shauna McGuire is really good at that. I have not done October Day, but I've read her Encrypted series, and after her latest Encrypted one, which I think is the 10th in that series, there was such a cliffhanger, and I'm like, oh, gotta wait like a year before I find out what happens
4: she's just after meeting her oh after meeting her I want to read them
0: all now yeah she has just got such an interesting voice and such a rich imagination. I could not even imagine being inside her head. Like it's just, all of her series are so different, but they're all just so compelling. I just, she's really, really a great writer. I think she's become one of my favorites.
4: I used her as the reading roulette for the author that had more than 20 books published or something oh, like that yeah, yeah. Like, perfect she, yeah
0: I mean most people wish they just had like one good book in them <laughs> she's got so many it's just in, it's incredible and I you know I haven't and she's read not just
4: living off her name at this point no <laughs> I know I I read one book and it's one of those I think it's another reading roulette one or otherwise it's just one of the categories where it was by an author famous for another medium and the one I read I'm just sitting there going I feel like you only got published because of your name. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there are people that would love that book that I was kind yeah. of like, eh, I did
0: like it, but each their own. Books are like art. It's completely subjective. Something speaks to some person, somebody, and it doesn't speak to another person. That's the beauty. Actually, that's the beauty of the library because check it out. You don't like it, you return it. You find something you love, and we're excited that curbside is starting and again. Thousands and... of dollars in the process. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. Do you have anything else to say, Courtney? Any wrap-up comments about reading in books?
4: Honestly, if you're listening to this, it means you're a book nerd already. So <laughs> it, 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 it's true. It's pointless for me to say keep reading because you're gonna but don't don't be disheartened by something or my favorite is if you're reading graphic novels don't let somebody tell you that they don't count because there's a lot of work that goes into that illustrator's designs and everything. That is so I, true. I started a blog just to keep track of everything I read <laughs> to, to, because I was posting on Facebook too much. Yeah. So now I, I actually had that right in the blog. I was like, yeah, I've had people say those don't count as books. I was like, that's more work than you can do in probably a day. So it, it counts or probably in two years, more work goes into that single
0: book than you do in
4: that time. So yeah, it counts.
0: It does count. And I mean, graphic novels are great. They can tell a really, really compelling story, but with pictures as well. So there is dialogue and there's pictures, but it's just, (laughs) there's some great, great uh, graphic novel series out there. It's just, um, you know, again, it's like you find one you like, you find one you don't like. Yes, some of them have superheroes. Not all of them have superheroes. They're not all Marvel and DC. There's some others. There's just really, really great stories out there. So like Courtney said, just um, if you're a book nerd, keep reading. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Sorry, I cut you off, Courtney. You can go ahead.
4: (laughs) No, no, it's all good. I was just going to say, because even though different mediums, however you take in your books, they still count because there's still the daily argument of Ebook versus real book, audiobook versus paperback, comic versus novel. They all count. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Yep.
0: Reading is reading, that is for sure.
3: Good morning. Library patron Ben here, and I've just got a few reading selections that I have read in the last few years. During this time, some people might be looking for some short or easy-to-read books. I know I often like short stories or story collections, and so I have two selections for people. The first is An Elderly Lady is Up to No Good by Helene Turnston. Uh, the edition I have was translated by Marlene Delarge. It's a good set of small mystery stories centering around an old lady named Maud, uh, who's mostly up to no good she finds herself in a lot of troubling situations and she gets out in pretty ingenious ways even though it's a fairly straightforward mystery stories there are a few things that i think are left up to the reader's imagination which are extremely interesting the second set of short stories I have is a series of four books, collectively known as The Murderbot Diaries by Martha Wells. The first book in the series is called All Systems Red. In these books, it's more of a sci-fi kind of setting where there are human-like robotic systems with advanced AI that are used to serve people. Uh, the stories focuses on one of these AI systems that has obtained its own consciousness and controls its own life. And as it mentions in the series title, it is designated as a murder bot. Very interesting, different point of view and another easy, quick read. I want to just thank Sarah at the Dubuque Library for definitely recommending both of these books to me over the last few years. A good reading, everyone. Hi, I'm
5: Ben Jacobson. I'm a Dubuque-based freelance writer, journalist, and editor. Not to mention a lifelong, avid reader of books. Um, for someone who is so passionate about the written word, my, my taste in books is a little embarrassing. Uh, I really, really love trashy suspense and thriller novels. Um, pretty much every piece of quote-unquote classic literature that I've ever read is, is because of a class or because I don't want to embarrass myself around more literary friends. Um, I'm a huge fan of science fiction and horror novels. I've recently started making my way through Stephen King's bibliography, uh, and I would encourage any aficionados of scary stuff to check out Adam Neville. He's a, he's a UK-based author, and Jason Arnopp, also a UK-based author, uh, as well as Scott Smith's The Ruins. Um, he, he only wrote uh, two novels, one of which was The Ruins, and it's, it's, a, it's a pretty much relentless nightmare of a book that, that is absolutely amazing. Um, like many people, recent weeks have been have been fairly challenging for me. There's just there's just so much uncertainty out there for everyone. I've been jumping from book to book, trying to find some some good escapism so I can turn my brain off a bit. Uh, so far, it's been the books that I know and love, uh, n- not new stuff that has been getting me through. And, th- and that's those are books like Harry Potter, uh, The Rook by Daniel O'Malley, Lonesome Dove uh, by Larry McMurtry, Armor by John Stakely, pretty much anything by Grady Hendricks, Uh, Lamb by Christopher Moore is a classic, if you're okay with a little blasphemy, and Jasper Ford's Thursday Next series is a brilliant option for anyone who has even a passing interest in classic literature. So those are my recommendations. Uh, Stay safe and wash your hands.
1: Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Check It Out, Carnegie Stout Library's adult services podcast. Thank you to Courtney for her interview, and thank you to our patrons, Ben and Ben, for their submissions. And a third Ben thank you goes out to Ben Eagle for recording and performing the music for our podcast. We hope you'll join us next week for Check It Out.